Water Banter. Boom, and we are live with another episode of the Brown Water Banter Podcast. My name is Jerry Seymour. My name is Joey Cates. It is Joey Cates, and we got a good show for you this evening. We have uh, Nikki Longmire in the studio. She's going to be talking to us today. Uh, she's from the USM, uh, which one? USM? Center for Fisheries Research and Development. There's so many of them. And there's their names them. are so long. That's right, but that's right. We're going to be talking about whale sharks. Is it a whale? Is it a shark? Nobody really knows. We're going to yeah. figure it out today on the show, live. Uh, but before we do that, we're going to jump into uh, and thank the people that keep the lights on for us. Right out of the gate, Dr. Robbie Williams over at Southern Magnolia Smiles. If you're looking for a great local dentist, hit them up, man. They're on the socials, at Southern Magnolia Smiles on Facebook and Instagram. Like I said, they're located uh, right here in Government Street. Uh, um, not Government Street, Washington Avenue in Ocean Springs. Excuse me. Changing. I moved this building. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and book that appointment. 2023 is a year to keep your mouth clean. All you got to do is give them a call at 228-215-1202. Our buddy Tyler over at Taylor & Cox Law Firm. If you find yourself in need for legal representation, Give them a shout. You can uh, find them at 228-696-0111. They specialize in felonies, misdemeanors, DUIs, family law, divorce, or child custody uh, issues. So All if you're in that stuff. boat, man, give them a, give them a ring, they'll, uh, and they'll go to bat for you. Uh, we also want to thank Taylor & Cox for sponsoring the Brownwater Banter app uh, as well. You can download that now for free in the App Store and Google Play. It's got everything you need uh, right inside the app to stay connected to us on our social media stuff and uh, a lot of links for stuff uh, on like tails and scales when you go out fishing hunting bag limits temperatures tides the whole nine yards our buddy rocky brooks over at sea to swamp he's got two locations now one in gauchet and one in gulfport he's got you covered as well when it comes to all your tackle and apparel needs you can give him a call at 228-205-3964 and tell him that we sent you or you can look him up on facebook see the number two and then swamp uh he's slinging kayaks out of the gulfport location he does uh, uh real repair He's, uh, he's kind of like a one-stop shop, and he's local, so support him when you can. And uh, Kendrick over at Forever Young Men and Women's Health. If you find yourself stuck on the couch, you can't get back into the gym, you can't get moving around again, you're Go feeling, ahead and like say a, it. feeling like a big turd, uh, <laughs> you can give Kendrick a shout over at Forever Young. Let him do some lab work on you. Uh, put your hand, your care in the hands of a medical professional. He specializes in hormone replacement therapy for both uh, men and women, and uh, – we're glad to have him on board with the show. So give him a call at 228-363-6623. And uh, Randy Bosard, your District 5 supervisor here in Jackson County, has also continued to stay on with us for throughout the end of the year uh, as a sponsor as well. And we want to thank him uh, for representing uh, all the people in District 5 in Jackson County and all the things that they're doing uh, for the county right now. A lot of growth, a lot of expansion going on. So we're super pumped about that as well. I think I beat you again, Joey. You're, yeah, I'm, I'm hammering it out. Over Way there. ahead of you on the shares. <laughs> That's over right. That's I'm... all right. We're gonna jump right into it. So, um, we always like to start with the, like, how, what is your background? So, how did you get into uh, working for USM and studying whale sharks? So, I initially decided that's what I wanted to do when I was really young. Okay. Of course. All right. Um, went into undergrad at USM. Finished up back in 2020, so I was a COVID graduate. All right, mm. nice. And then I went and worked for Florida Fish and Wildlife for okay. a little over a year, and then I circled back to USM. Are you uh, born, you said, North Mississippi, is that correct? Uh, North-ish, so North-ish. Vicksburg. Okay, yeah. all right. Not the coast. That's right. That's <laughs> Everything's right. north of Hattiesburg. The river. That's the She's north. a river rat. She's yeah. a river rat instead of a bay rat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Florida fisheries for a little while and then came back home. Is that what you said? Came back to us? Yep. Uh, went straight right. to USM? Yeah. 
All right. Okay, cool. So did how does that work? What, like, what is your degree title in? I'm a marine biologist. Okay, so mm-hmm. you can kind of study a number of different things with that degree, I would assume. That's right. How did you end up in the department that you're in at USM? Is that a, is it, how do you pick that? So I had to take field courses whenever I was an undergrad at USM. They're required. Mm-hmm. Um, when I initially went, there was a program in Hattiesburg for marine biology. I think officially, like last year, they moved it to Long Beach. Okay. So basically, people that are in Hattiesburg have to move down to mm-hmm. Long Beach at some point if mm-hmm. they want to do marine bio. Um, but when I took field courses, I took the shark class with some folks out of CFRD, which is where I'm at now. Um, really got along with them, made some good connections, and then stayed in touch. That was the key, staying okay. in the inbox. Yeah, the networking. That's right. The networking, yeah. That's right. It's huge. <laughs> yeah. So do you specialize specifically with whale sharks, or is that just one of the things that you that you work with? So uh, I guess you could say I specialize now. That's kind of just the project I was offered. Okay. Um, and I help out with everything else. We do a lot of shark projects. We do a lot of fish projects, a lot of invert projects. Um, so realistically, it's my priority, mm-hmm. but once I get it finished, I can help out with everything else. Yeah, and y'all do a lot with sharks. Joey's got his... Uh... Yeah, I got my... Well, this is a different one. This is... I think this is the uh, Shaggy's like camp. One. Yeah. That's okay. close enough. Yeah, Anger but camp. we do a lot of stuff. But um, ex- explain your... De- like, are you a, you're a desk job kind of girl, and then you jump on a boat and go wrangle <laughs> sharks? I mean, that's that sounds awesome, right? I mean, so... Not too much of a desk job. Okay. I do I do a little bit. Um, I do more with this whale shark project than I have ever before. Um, but they're not here all the time. Right. And so realistically, I'm able to go out and do a lot of other things. We do a lot of gill net surveys. We do long line surveys. We do trawls, seine, things like that. Um, and so I get a little more desk time than I got my initial year because this project just kicked up this year. Right. Um, so, but it's been a nice balance. It's been nice to, you know, my schedule to be packed. Whereas, you know, once you're off the boat, it's, that's into your day. Whereas I've always got stuff to do. Yeah. (laughs) If I'm off the boat, if I'm at home, you know, um, I, I need to probably work on better work-life balance because (laughs) I, I love it though. Right. Like, you know, and, and I run our social media for every aspect of the lab. And so it's, it's hard to turn that off because you've got people that, you know. Right. You're that, always thinking about what that, can I post? What yeah, can I do? Yeah. yeah. And everything's so instant and everyone gets answered instantly. And so, you know, you don't, there's this underlying like guilt a little bit if you're not constantly. Yeah. Like letting people know what's up and answering them. Well, that's cool. Um, it, it seems to me like y'all wear many hats at the research lab because there's people who hang, who but they specialize like in sharks and specialize in this, but it always seems like y'all help, y'all scratch each other's backs. Does that seem like a common theme over there? Absolutely. Um, I think it's probably one of my favorite things about that place. Yeah. Um, we work with people from all labs. Um, like, for instance, we, we charter a lot of students from different labs. Right. Um, we just are certified as boat captains, so we'll take them out to get their research done. A lot of graduate students that come in. Um, and so it's pretty cool. I mean, getting to work on other people's projects that, so to speak, like they're leading, Yeah. but you get that experience and you get to kind of get an idea of what you want to do and what you don't want to do that way. If, if ever it knocks on your door, you'll have an idea if that's something you'll, you know, you'll enjoy. That's that's cool. Uh, Joshua White says she is supposed to be out here doing CMAP. (laughs) (laughs) What is is that? So CMAP is our trawl. Okay. 
they're on our trawl trip at the moment. Oh, uh, so Josh is be there. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, but I I'll go ahead and dish this out. I, <laughs> I accepted a new position, so I will be leaving USM this month. Is this oh. like breaking news on the show? No. Okay. No, they already know. He already knows. Okay. Yeah, oh, for okay. sure. Um, but, yeah, so I'll be actually moving back to Vicksburg and working for the Army Corps. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. So it was last-minute notice. We're looking for a house, and so I had to kind of, yeah. Cancel. Oh, yeah. I got yeah. you. Yeah. All right. We got uh, Corey uh, Quint in the comments. Corey's the one from the uh, Bahia Sunglasses. Uh, yeah, yeah, it looks yeah. if that's stars, Corey. I can't tell if it is. I appreciate it. If not, just thanks for coming. Tell Corey anyway. he was supposed to call me today. He yeah. never did. Yeah, tell jo him I Joey's uh, going to get with you. We're going to yeah. get you a date uh, to get yeah. you in here on the thing. He said uh, we're get, <laughs> we're getting. I think this would say beat to death. So glad you missed it. <laughs> oh yeah, they're probably it's probably rough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably pretty rough. They had so maybe a few hours of down yeah. downtime, but yeah. The, so me and Josh, we, do, we grew up in the same neighborhood. Josh oh, okay. Cedar Grove. Okay. So I've known okay. him and his brother forever. Nice. Good people, great people, especially, you know, his wife's been on the show as well. Yeah. She came on after she left the DMR, so. She's with us water. now. Is she, she, <laughs> yeah. She, yeah, she is with y'all. She's, She's out with there the with them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. So so let's talk about these whale sharks since that's okay. kind of where you specialize. Uh, Your specialize bread and butter. In. Yeah. yeah. Very, <clears throat> very majestic creature. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen one in the wild. Have you, what you said, why are you out fishing, Joey? You've seen it? I have not. I've seen okay. whales. We've seen manta rays. I've seen most of the big stuff, but I've never come into yeah. an encounter with a right. whale shark. I've seen one in Atlanta, I believe, the aquarium there. Yeah, they have two of them. Yeah. They have two of yep. them. So I've seen that. Very majestic animal. Different than most sharks, right? It's it's, it's yes. Yeah, big time different than most yes. sharks. So let's let's break it down. Break it down from the beginning uh, for someone who doesn't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, first off, they're the biggest fish in the ocean. Okay. Um, so that makes them different from every other shark. But also, fact being that they don't actually, they're not true predators. Right. They filter feed. Right. And so they're not toothy, so to speak. They have teeth, but they don't actually tear with them. Right. You know. Um, but all that to say, that gives the false notion that they are harmless. They are not harmless. They okay. are massive. Yeah. And I have been, you know, tapped around by a few tails, and it does not feel uh, nice. I bet yeah. it doesn't take much to get like, that. Like as no. he's swimming, he kind of uh -huh. hits you yeah. uh -huh. on accident. It yes. wasn't on purpose, though. Uh-huh. You don't know. <laughs> it could be. He's warning you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like to think not, but okay. yeah. we're I can't we're, stand these people. Yeah. That's yeah. right. <laughs> we, we definitely, like, try to swarm in in numbers and swarm out so we're not lingering and not, you know, yeah. Uh, we're trying to affect them as least as possible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I can't imagine them thoroughly enjoying us there the entire right. time. You're like, yeah. why are you in my way here? That's yeah. right. So exactly. what, what are they filter feeding? Are they, is it plankton? What, uh -huh. what are they eating? Okay. So primarily fish eggs is what they're looking for. Okay. Um, they prefer just the way research has gone, little tunny eggs. I mean, that's not to say they won't feed on whatever eggs are in the area, but they're very nutritious. Little tunny will go offshore, spawn at depth, and so they'll feed vertically on them, and then once they hit the surface, they'll feed horizontally on them. Okay. So, so Bonita. Uh-huh. Yeah, yep. for the yep, because yeah, I'm, I'm gonna share not, for the anglers. Yeah. For the anglers, <laughs> that's yeah, right, yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. Well, that's always that's cool right. to have the scientists in there because you start talking, and I'm like, what in the crap is she talking about? <laughs> I know then I what she's think, saying, but I yeah, have no I, idea. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've seen one of those, but, but I've heard those are good to eat, actually. Ah, yeah. And we, I worked we in throw South Florida, away. and yeah. they ate the stew out of them. I know. Yeah. I'm trying. So, I'm pulling it up over there. Yeah. If you've never seen a whale shark, I mean, I'm sure most of our audiences right at least seen. So what's the difference between them and a basking shark because they're kind of similar right all very yeah very similar um i mean 
just like other toothy sharks that are different. I mean, different kind of character profile. Um, yeah, probably feed both a little bit. Gigantic. Yeah, yeah, and and easy to really get in the way. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know. What? So explain. Are y'all doing tagging right now? Right? Uh -huh. Are y'all doing a tagging project? So. Uh -huh. Uh, we get on a boat. We where do we target? Where do we where, where would you go to target a um, well shark? A well shark. Yeah, yeah I lost yeah. my fingers all to tag one. So realistically, we're on their time clock, right? Mm -hmm. So it's seasonal. Their movement. We're not going to go to the Dominican Republic to get some tags out. We'll mm -hmm. wait until they come closer. Realistically. Um, but basically summer season is going to be your prime season and then fall potentially like right now, I could get a call tomorrow that, you know, they're close to shore in this area. Um, historically Ewing bank just South of Louisiana and Texas has okay. been a prime hotspot for feeding aggregations. Mm -hmm. Um, usually in the summertime. And when I say aggregations, I mean hundreds of whale sharks. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know they traveled. I thought they were solo. They pack up. So, I mean, they're going, they're following the food. So, right. I mean, it's kind of like if they find out it's there, it's, they're not following like a mate or anything necessarily that we know of. Right. Um, it's more, and they do have some sense of like site fidelity. Like if they know that this nutritious food is going to be there this time of year, I mean, whether it's like a temperature, you know, kind of jolt or what that kind of signals them. Right. They'll move in that area every year. It's kind of like people uh, at the Golden Corral on a Sunday morning. Yeah, when they put, <laughs> when they put right, the, that's right. funnel into yeah, the when they smell that bacon, it's yeah. they start memory. running. Yeah, that's they right. all kind of right. <laughs> shuffle their way into there. So that's right. That's good. When, that's when good you stuff. say they 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 filter feed, I think of like a um, a, is it a is it a baleen? The uh -huh. whales that have baleen. What's, yep. Do they all have baleen? Well, baleen. I uh -huh. didn't know if that was the uh -huh. name of the whale, just the name of the thing. Do they have a mechanism like that, or do they do they siphon? differently than, than that whale. Very similar. Okay. So they use those gill rakers to try to grab on to any important food. And they actually do this kind of like, it's almost like what we would call a cough. And that's kind of once they've got enough food, like scraped in by gill rakers, they'll get a nice like swallow. Mm, like a like but, a loogie. That's right. A big loogie that's right, of shrimp right. eggs. Yeah. yeah, and it feels like that too. The yeah. eggs, they feel Ugh. just like a loogie. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So it's just all day they're out there just swimming around, just yeah. filtering and all that. Unbothered. Yeah. Nine how, times out of ten. How much do we know about them when it comes to what they eat, where they feed, how they breed? Uh, are they still kind of a ghostly figure or do we know a lot about them? Uh, yes and no. Okay. So we know a lot about feeding behavior simply because we've drug a bunch of plankton nets wherever we've seen them and kind of figured that out in different areas of the world. Um, that's I how you do it. You find out where they're swimming yep. and then you drag a net and say like, what's, what's in the water? Figure out yep. the food. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. And a lot of times they'll do genetic testing because it's really hard. I mean, larval fish are hard enough much less if they're still in an egg casing, you mm -hmm. know, yeah. it's, it's <laughs> to tell your, what they are. I got yeah, you. I even got your you. best set of eyes has yeah. a little trouble. Um, needless to say, that is not, not my forte. Yet, right, right. Right. Um, but as far as reproduction goes, very little is known. Um, and I honestly can't say I blame them because they're fairly small. They're about two feet ish whenever they're born. Um, and we know that because in the Philippines, I think five plus years ago, uh, maybe 10 years ago, they found one that was just under two feet. And I guess something, you know, it had surfaced for some reason and died. Right. Anyways, I mean, it's it's wild to me that we don't see them until they're around 10 feet because we know mm -hmm. that they're born when they're way smaller. They do grow fairly fast. I was going to say, um, they have to. Yeah, yeah they yeah. grow fairly fast. But I think 
honestly, it's, it's somewhat of like a maternal paternal instinct of like, I'm trying to keep you safe from predators when you're that tiny. Mm -hmm. So let's stay at depth. There's food down there. Right. Um, and then once you're bigger surface. So on your own mama's got them. Yeah. (laughs) How, How deep do they go? Do we know? Uh, super deep. I mean, usually it's common around like 200 meters. They're just cruising, hanging out, um, but definitely deeper than we could go. And what's cool about these tags is that they're going to give us depth. Mm -hmm. They're going to give us dive depth. And so we'll know exactly how deep they're going basically every day. So we're getting the temperature, we're getting the depth, we're getting hopefully travel speed soon. We've got some tags we want to get out for accelerometry. Um, yeah, and then pinged location. So mm-hmm. not only do we know where they're at, but how deep are they yeah. during this time of year in these locations? That's awesome. Yeah. Have, do we have any evidence on? Do they follow a migration pattern almost like lemon fish and stuff like that? I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. So that's they circle when the current gets hot, or what? What cycle are they on today? All that to say, with any type of anthropogenic activity, they will halt going to certain locations, like. For instance, us seeing all these whale sharks off the panhandle recently and us getting these tags out. That hasn't happened since before the oil spill, like Mm. back in 2009. And so it's it's all dependent on what else is going on. You know, if we're drilling for oil or something new in an area, right? Like, or I don't know, put a shipping channel in or something like, they're probably going to change their behavior and be Mm -hmm. like, no, like this is (laughs) too much noise. Yeah, this is risky and this is like kind of a pain in the neck, right? Um, I'm sure too. It's it's has to, they're following the food, so they're yes. they're doing what the food's doing, right? Yep. Right. Yep. So if the oil spill that's right. killed a bunch of that stuff, well, they're they're not gonna come back. Yeah, that's right. Like if Shoney closed, if Shoney yeah. closed. that's right. That's you right. Go go proud and all the <laughs> old people would have to go <laughs> yeah. find somewhere else. Somewhere to eat. Else. That's you right. won't see them in that area no more. That's right. So, yeah. Do they right. do they prefer a water? Because I know a lot of them have. I've seen them in Destin and stuff like that. Do they usually come to the brackish, dirtiest water that we have? No. <laughs> they don't, don't like it. Well, no. They don't they come this close clear. in, right? They, they wouldn't well, come this close well, in. Well, they were on the beach in Destin. Yeah. Uh, so well, Destin's beautiful. That's it's what I'm saying. Lot, of course yeah. they were there. That was my answer. That was yeah. my question. Yeah. 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 I don't, as as far as research goes, no muddy water whale sharks have been <laughs> have been discovered. Uh, maybe if one's lost, storm or right, something. Right, 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 um, But they prefer tropical and temperate waters. And yeah. so basically around like 30 degrees north latitude and like 35 degrees south latitude. So they're bougie shark. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Vacation all the time. That's right. what I'm talking about. <laughs> you mentioned the tagging. So how uh-huh. many? How many? When y'all go out on these uh, vessels or whatever, that's y'all's uh-huh. goal is to tag a shark, right? That's right. What? How many have y'all tagged? And if you know the answer, how many tags are out there in general? Okay. Like what y'all have done plus what's already out there. Okay. I'm not, I can't speak on right. what's already out there, okay. what in different parts of the world. Um, I know people have. Um, tampered with this tag mechanism that we used this year, but this is the first time we have used this mechanism. Um, We actually placed the sat tags on stainless steel clamps. So it's not actually penetrating the fin, the dorsal fin entirely. We've got, yeah, we've basically got um, golf shoes, stainless spikes on the inside to kind of let it sink Mm. in and let it hug almost like a clip on earring. Okay. Um, And we've got 10 tags out at the moment. We've gotten 10, 10 tags out. I think we got them out in a period of like two and a half weeks. Um, So it was a a lot of, of yeah. yeah. And we could have gotten probably three times that out, but that's 10 different sharks. Yes. Okay. Yes. And I mean, the problem being with the collaborators in play, which is, 
USM, NOAA, BOEM, and BWRI, we did not really have the time to plan or resources really without the time um, to get us out there. And so we ended up collaborating with Coastal Marine Resources down in Destin, Fort Walton. Um, and they actually charter local vessels out. And so it really worked out. They kind of really scratched our back there and helped us out. Yeah. But I mean, it was all go, go, go last minute. Right. I mean, it was, I've really never been a part of something so stressful and so rewarding all at the same time. Um, but pretty, yeah, pretty much anything government funded. That's yeah. right. That's <laughs> Wait right. to the last That's minute and go, 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 go. go, 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 go. That's go, right. That's yeah. right. And yeah. why didn't you get more out? Right. right, right yeah. <laughs> now, are, are y'all taking, um, once you tag them, are y'all just taking tags them or are you taking samples from them to test them and see what they are, yeah. male, female and all that stuff? So we're taking sex. Uh, we're simply just like swimming under them and getting some good footage. Okay. And all of these have been. Not mature, but to the point enough that we could tell gonad-wise what was what. Right. Um, and then we'll take lengths. We'll take, which is estimated, we have some a nice little laser pointer situation set up on a GoPro. Sweet. Um, to give us lengths. And we'll look at uh, other fish that were there. We take biopsy muscle plugs. So we can look at, you know, population genetic analysis and see, like, how far are these guys traveling, like, who are they really reproducing with? Mm -hmm. Is this population kind of reproducing within itself? Or are they actually, you know, populating with, you know, whale sharks from, say, the Pacific Ocean or, you know, God knows where? Because yeah. um, out there being floozy. That's right. right. That's right. That's <laughs> floozy and around. Out. Yeah. 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 You, can't, you don't want to inbreed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to yeah. floozy them out sometimes. Uh, Corey wants to know do they travel in schools? I think you kind of touched on yeah, that maybe. Kind of they're, yeah. they're solo, unless yeah. they're feeding on a big. It's kind of coincidental. Right. Like, the, the, it's not, they don't have a mate for life or anything like that. Um, and the as, as far as we know, the male doesn't stick around when there's a pregnant female or anything like that. They kind of just, right. yeah. Lucky <laughs> they kind of, if, if the food is there, they all happen to be there. But no, they don't, they don't school like you would think of other fish <clears throat> and some shark species actually do. Right. Yeah. When when you when y'all tag these things, do y'all like you mentioned y'all swim underneath them? Is it spot it on the on the boat, get up to it, everybody dives overboard? Are we wearing scuba gear? Or is it snorkel and fins? Like how how do, what's that process like? So this go round we were all free diving. I can't lie, it probably would have been easier if someone was blowing bubbles and had a tag. Right. Um. They were they were taking dives on us, and you know if you if they dive and don't come back, you you're miss done. that opportunity. Yeah, you're you done. get some of them like probably 30% of the 10 we had, which th about three, dove immediately. We would have never seen them again. And had we not deployed three or four folks in the water at once, we would have not gotten a muscle sample. We would have not gotten a satellite tag as well as an acoustic tag and mm -hmm. things like that. We would have not gotten a left side profile image so that we could put them in the photo ID database mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, so a lot, a lot goes into it and it's a short amount of time, mm -hmm. such as, I mean, it kind of makes sense that this is how this happened, these tagging trips, because that's how the activity in itself is anyways, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. Are, did these, are these uh, breaching tags so they have to come out of the water? Yeah, that's, for that's right. To work? Yeah, 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 that's yeah, right. Yeah. There's a wet-dry sensor on the satellite tag, and so as soon as it gets in contact with air for long enough, when usually they're feeding at the surface, right. um, it'll transmit via Argos satellite. Okay. And so it'll ping us basically all the, the data off the tag, offload that data so it can keep downloading data. 
And is there – go ahead. No, I was going to say the data that's in it, while they're submerged, that sensor can tell how deep they've gone. Yep. Almost water temperature. temperatures and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And then it hits the surface and boom, yeah. shoots that up to the satellite. That's right. And main issue being, and what a lot of people I don't think understand, because I don't – I mean, it's hard to make this clear – but we're not getting constant yeah. locations. The only locations we're getting are when the wet dry sensor pings. Mm -hmm. yes. So we're getting temperature data and it's set to take every so often. Same with depth data. But the location only sends in whenever they breach. So and they so, could go, uh, what's, I mean, have you seen the longest time they've gone with, I mean, months? Oh, weeks, yeah. Month? yeah oh, yeah. Months. Yeah. They'll drop down and It'll be gone. They'll, they'll piss off for a <laughs> yeah. while. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean they're they they're a shark, so they don't. Right. A lot of people are like, "How are they down for that long?" They're like, oh. well, "They live yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> they're no, they're a shark. They're not a whale." whale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The right. damn name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which one is Understandable. it? Understandable. Is how how permanent is the tag? So these satellite tags will hopefully last around a year, year and a half. Um, and then as far as the thickness of the stainless steel clamp, it's kind of a guesstimation of hopefully this will fall off probably six months following after the tag stops working. And do they float so, and you pick them up or they just, no. they're going? Bye forever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, but the plan is that it falls off the fin and That's right. you, it doesn't stay on the shark. Right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. right. And then the accelerometry tag, we're going to try to deploy hopefully soon. Um, we'll have a camera toe attached. So not only will we get video footage, but we'll also get speed footage um so it kind of can sync up with the actual numbers as well as with the camera and that tag will actually only last 24 to 48 hours so it has a magnesium clamp on it that will release within 24 hours and then we have to go find it floats back up yes mm. that's awesome yeah. i know uh, mississippi state did that with some tarpon uh -huh. last year yeah and they they were paying fishermen because one of them yeah. Uh, yeah 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 one of them came loose and they couldn't find it on Ship Island. They were like, "If you're all waiting fishing on Ship Island, go find this tag and we'll pay you whatever, yeah. whatever, yep. whatever." You know what I'm saying? So that's pretty cool, man. It's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a different thing there. Like trying to find that in the open ocean yes. after it falls <laughs> off. I'm a guess. I'm, I'm guessing it is pinging the satellite, so you get like a relative location of where. Like it's at. every 45 seconds, we could get a. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But it it's moving slightly easier. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wherever it goes. <laughs> Was there any previous data that? these studies would be based on talking about like the um where they go how they breed is it was it was there any has anybody else been doing this before y'all is what i'm asking so not in our area um our collaborators noah i've been working with dr eric hoffmeyer he works out of their pascagoula lab over there and not only did he start the whale shark research in the northern Gulf of Mexico? He also started our entire shark program mm. at the uh, Center for Fisheries. And so not only did he do that, he also started up the uh, shark biology class for the summer field program. So he's kind of a big deal. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he's the shark guy. That's right. Um, and so he's been doing this for quite some time. And so that's that's who's taught me everything I know thus far. And then our director at CFRD, Jill, was there whenever he started all of this. And um, so she was right there along with him. Right. You know, starting all this up. So it's pretty cool to see the the continuation of collaboration. Like yeah. I, we're still working with him and he's moved on to Noah years ago, you know. What's yeah. the what's the goal? <clears throat> like whenever, you know, y'all you, go out there, y'all tag, y'all get all this information. If you when you get back to the lab, if you had to say like three or four bullet points of what y'all hope to accomplish or learn about the sharks, what would you say that is? 
So definitely movement. So where are they going? Okay. Which the tag is telling us. Um, ecology. Why are they there? So yeah. we have an idea as far as food goes. Right. But sometimes they're not feeding. Sometimes they're just like wallering around on the surface and you look around and there's nothing in the water. And so they're they're just cruising. Sun yeah. Sunbathing. That's right. That's right. Um, also... So as far as the collaboration standpoint goes, so BOEM being our primary funder, um, they are wanting to look at not only proper coexisting of, say, boaters and animals, um, anglers and ships, things like that, coexisting, you know, gracefully and without, you know, running over so, the sharks so kind of like the, the rice world um, thing. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Very similar. Have people and hit then, them that we know of? I mean, I'm sure it's happened, yeah, but sure, like, do yeah. we know? No. Okay. Not that anyone's calling and saying, hey, yeah. I mowed this over. Right. I ran you know? into a whale shark. That's right. That's right. And so it's, it's yes. Yes and no. Right? Okay. Like, yeah, it's, I, it's under the assumption because, like, as we're out there, they're, like, swimming directly into the bow. And we're doing everything we can to, like. Oh, so they're kind of stupid. Their eyes. <laughs> on, <laughs> on the sides of their On head. the sides. And so when they swim <laughs> like this, uh -huh. they're actually looking, <laughs> trying oh. to see in front of them. But they can't see in front of them. So, yeah, they, they don't, they're not graceful swimmers. Okay. Um, but also, Boehm is looking at um, installing different energy uh, motives out in the Gulf. And so, we're looking at basically how will this affect these animals and how often do these animals use this area. I got you. I got you. So, like, I don't know, wind... Mm -hmm. Turbines, gotcha. stuff like mm -hmm. that. We don't want to slow because you, right. you've all seen the, the pictures of the nets, the gill nets when they're stuck in there. Right. Three gigantic well sharks, and you get That's three right. gigantic well sharks in a net. It's not good. Yeah, yeah. And if you've got something like kind of aimlessly floating potentially, and like maybe not even having a human being on there manning it or mm -hmm. directing it, like I think that might you know pose a little bit more of a risk versus yeah. like if you're actually out looking, you have eyes, you can you know you can kind of scoot out of the way i mean if you see a mass aggregation of animals in right. front of you, you know well, um the the ones that y'all had you had you you, you uh profiled 10 of them right uh -huh. were there any strikes on any of those where it looked like they had may have been not necessarily i mean there's scars and maybe chunks of fin missing but that could be anything it'd yeah. be it'd be you know hearsay to say do, do they have predators do, do do whale sharks have predators Yes and no, depending on what condition they're in. I imagine if they were sick, you mm -hmm. know, um, just like whales, larger whales don't really have many predators unless they're, you know. Right. I don't also don't necessarily think they they probably taste very good, right? I think a lot of things that could potentially predate on them choose something else. Yeah. yeah. They're probably not super fatty, maybe. I don't know. They kind of look like a more leaner as far as that size of an animal goes. I don't know. They're fatty, but the... Their meat is just like, I don't, white. Mm. I don't know. It doesn't, whereas there's not, it doesn't look like it has like good blood flow. I don't mm. know. It just looks like. Just an old slobby, <laughs> yeah, old slobby fish. They, they yeah. live till over a hundred. And by the really? time. Really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. And so it's like, I don't, yeah. Do the they, grandpa shark. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> do, do they, can they move fast? Do, do we know that? Because you, um, you always see them in the videos and stuff. They're just kind of like chugging, moseying along. I wonder, can they. <laughs> Can they haul ass if they need to? 
no. Okay. They're just <laughs> So, slow. I mean, when you're in the water with them. They're faster than us, for sure, but yeah. And they're faster than you realize. Okay. Like whenever, especially if you're coming up to them, maybe potentially putting this, like, earring on them that they didn't ask for. Right. They'll scoot. Okay. They'll, they'll get on. <laughs> but before you tag them, though, as you're approaching them, do you know They're notice, chill. What, they're, they're like, I don't care about you. That's right. But then That's when right. you start. Messing with them, with them. Mm-hmm. Messing when they're like, uh-uh, stop all that. And the younger ones and smaller ones tend to be a little quicker. Yeah, I guess makes it's, sense. It's like funny because you think, yeah, you, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're just well, they're only fifty, right? They're only fifty. It's only a fifty-year-old compared to a hundred-year-old. Right, a hundred. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I ain't messing with this. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And, and those, those are also the ones that seem to be like unbothered. The right. the more mature older. Oh, they're still full of spots. Just like such is life. That's yeah, right. That's They're right. like, whatever. Y'all are going to do what you're going to do. Like, just yeah, get it over get with. It over. That's right. Well, what is, what is the, do we know the biggest whale shark ever recorded? Do we know the numbers? What is, what is the average length on a whale shark? Is there one? I think it's like in the 60, it was like 63 to 70, something like that. It was like the largest recordings, but. Feet. Just, yeah. Okay. Just all that to add. No one is actually. Swimming up to them with a measuring tape. tape. Measure. It'd be kind of hard. So it's hey, little, are you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like put him next to the boat, and yeah, the boat's right. twenty five feet. So like, do the math, kind of thing. Um, same with our laser situation. There's there's margin Guesstimate. of error. Yeah, right. yeah. So we could be off by a couple feet, but just having having all of that information combined gives us a better idea, probably what the length is. Mm-hmm. Um, especially looking at maturity, looking at the gonads. Yeah. And when does that happen? When does maturity happen in a whale shark? So as far as age goes, 20 to 30 years. Males mature quicker than females Holy for moly, once. Holy it takes them that <laughs> long before they can breed? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Females as well? 20 to 30 years. Yeah. So females what? around 30 to 35 sometimes. But males can mature at 20. So... That seems like... That's that, why they live wow. to 100. <laughs> well, I guess. Yeah. It That's seems right. like that would make them very vulnerable. Yeah. And, I mean, like, if you tag one, you're not going to see very many more right. from, from in your lifetime. You know what I'm That's saying? Right. That's right. It's going to take not them necessarily 20 see, or 30 like, more kids, years kids. to mature. Yeah. yeah, there ain't no grandkids yeah. or postcards, any of that stuff. No. Really. That's right. And then as far as length goes, usually around 35, 40 feet. We'll see every now and then a mature one at 30. So really? Usually those are males. Mm-hmm. And in the Gulf. A lot of people yeah. don't realize that they're in the Gulf. A lot of whales, whale sharks, man, yeah. a lot of big stuff in the Gulf, but people don't realize that. And recently there was an upwelling event from the DeSoto Canyon. And so that's why, kind of why we were seeing all these, you know, pelagic animals there. We saw giant manta rays. Like there was a person that called in because all these fishermen and anglers are calling. about when they pulled the rig up? No, whenever we were over tagging. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. okay. I mean, we we would basically motor out radio that, hey, you know, we're out here looking for them. Let us know. Um, and folks would just call them in like nobody's business, letting everybody, you know. And so it was a race to get there before right. most of the boats got there. And also sometimes we would get there and it would not be a whale shark. It mm. would be something else. A real shark. Like, for instance, <laughs> we pulled up and we were like, what's wrong with that? And we're all, you know, it's a boat full of like scientists with PhDs and myself and we're all kind of squinting like, you know, that looks strange. Those fins look str- It's a man ray. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's not a whale shark at all. We're yeah. like, that dorsal doesn't look right. It's tiny. It got whacked off. No, oh. it's a man ray. Yeah. Yeah. Man rays are cool too, though. Yeah. Like, those yeah. are super Oh, we hopped cool. in. We hopped in. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So, yeah, it's it's a lot of nutrients and was a lot of nutrients in that water due to that upwelling event. What is what is that you're talking about, the upwelling event? So the DeSoto Canyon region has a, a massive depth right off the Panhandle area there. Um, and once you drop off of the actual shelf, basically the, the movement of the, the earth and the water is going to churn. And this happens at different times. This isn't something that always happens this time of year, every year, or anything like that. Um, but basically testing the water. The water was cold when we were over there. And this was like two months ago. Okay. Um, so it's basically scraping everything up off yeah, the bottom and kicking yeah. it up. And so, and then you've got things coming in, feeding on that, and then spawning there because they're there feeding on those nutrients. And then you've got things coming on there, fe- coming in there, feeding on whatever spawning because that's right. nutritious. And so it was kind of just like domino effect Circle of animals of life. all coming how, into the area. How deep is that area that you're talking about? That shelf, like. Uh, I don't know the deepest point, but around 200 meters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know the the deepest point where I'm a little bit unfamiliar with the area Mm. in general. Well, the the shelf, Um, you know, it it goes from Louisiana, then it cuts way around Mississippi, but it runs back up towards like Destin and the Panhandle. Yep. And then goes back down. It's a lot closer there. It's a little boot looking thing that runs up there towards, I guess, like Apalachicola Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So Near the armpit. So sub a thousand feet, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's deep. It gets it gets cold, gets nasty up there, especially yeah. when they if something's coming up from the bottom. Who knows yeah. what's down there because we hadn't seen most of it. That's sure. right. That's right. Paula Cassidy says, "Hey, hey, Paula." <laughs> <laughs> she just dropped the comment. So. Well, that's killer. So, what uh, can we talk about the the move to the? You said the core. Is that where you're going? The Army yeah. Corps. What, what are yeah. we going to be doing there? So I'm going to be working primarily with invasive carp, and I'm going to be using acoustic telemetry. Yeah. The ones that jump in the boat and hit you and knock you out. Yeah. So it's a huge problem, um, and the Corps manages all of the lock and dam systems. Oh, we know. In that river system, yeah. (laughs) We know. (laughs) Like the body carry? Yeah. That's right. That's right. You don't say. We get the dumps (laughs) every year. Yeah, Yeah. we might have to call you up and be like, hey, give us the intel on what y'all are doing. Shut it down. Don't open that shit, please. That's right. That's right. But, yeah, so basically they're they're also some of the labs up there using, like, CO2 bubble curtains and all kinds of crazy shit to try to deter these fish from coming in and out of these lock and dam areas. Yeah. Um, they're a huge problem. Um, I'm looking forward to. They're, they're terrible. Like, you can't eat them, right? It's just a nuisance. So I hear. I hear so. I hear that they're good tasting, except they're just full of bones. Yeah. It's right. so kind of like a brim. Like, so I'm like, we can figure right. something out. We well, you can make cat food or dog <laughs> food or something, <laughs> something like that out of it. Yeah, Something. Yeah. We can do something, something with it. Yeah. I mean, the videos yeah. I've seen where you're running down the river full speed and this 20-pound yeah. fish jumps and hits you in the face. I mean, yeah. that's dangerous. That's right. Yeah. Sounds like when you start a fishing tournament, put that's a bounty right. on her head. You that's right. Just dynamite. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's yeah. what you need, some dynamite. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's so right. you're going up there to study them and see uh-huh. what, like, the more we know about them, the better we can try to control them kind of situation. Yeah, and if we're – so at this lab, there's a fish flume, which is like a giant kind of tank, and it's donut-shaped, and we can split it in half, and we've got these barricades in the middle. And so basically we drop some fish in there, and we drop transmitters in there, acoustic transmitters, and record fish behavior. We've got cameras above the flume, and so we're looking at, you know, does this entice them? 
does this frequency deter them? Mm-hmm. And then we'll also do this with natives too, because the whole issue being you don't want to mess them up either, right? right. They are just demolishing yeah, the native the bass, species. Bass, crappie, oh, everything. They are just, killing everything. Uh, they're mowing them. Yeah. How'd um, they get here? Just introduction from Asia. <laughs> Somebody, I don't necessarily know initially, like if they, somebody yeah, let them somebody go. just dumps, could have flushed it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's, it's no way to know exactly, but yeah. Um, or they, they up and down the Mississippi river also, all the way up. Yeah. Yeah. And also when you've got flooding happening, mm-hmm. if say someone's trying to farm right. certain animals, right. And this water connects these two bodies for a short get out kind of like after the hurricane there's stingrays in people's ponds sometimes mm-hmm. and stuff like that you know and so it's there's a lot of wetlands up near the delta that aren't wetlands anymore that mm-hmm. have locks and dams set in place and folks live up there right like right. it's not possible for them to kind of like be wetlands anymore and so once you start tampering and just rerouting things it's hard to keep trying to like fix fix the issues right because i mean it's it's like domino effect you've got you create it and then you kind of just have to keep (laughs) cleaning up Mm. the spill every single year um but yeah it's it's going to be something new and different i'm going to be close to home and close to my family um yeah i i won't be on a boat near as much so i'll definitely be coming back down here on a river boat be on a river boat. that's right that's right well it's kind of like the situation with the lionfish in the gulf uh-huh. Kind of the same situation. Yeah, and I absolutely. guess I guess the difference in uh lionfish and the carp is, you know, we got divers that can go down there and just just dismantle, you know, and they shoot as many as they want. Right. The carp, like they're just out there. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. you can do to them. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yep. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. The lionfish taste good too, right? Yeah. Lionfish are delicious. Yeah. If you know how to clean them and not kill yourself. Right. Very delicious. Yeah. Venomous, not poisonous. <laughs> is that right? I don't know. Yeah. Venomous, yeah. not poisonous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got some events coming up, right? We got an event uh-huh. coming up with uh, Mr. Jim Franks. When uh-huh. is that? When is it, what's what's happened with that? So that's on the 17th of this month. It's on a Tuesday, and it's our annual fisheries forum. And we're going to have a few speakers. We're going to have Mike Andrews from USM. He's an assistant professor. We're going to have Anna Millinder, who is a research associate with CFRD with us. And we're going to have Trevor Moncrief from over at DMR. Um, and they're going to be talking about Southern Flounder, about cow nose rays, and about black drum. Um, and so it's an event open to the public. And we right. hope folks will come out and show up. It's from 6 to 7.30. And that's at your place uh-huh. on East Beach. That's at, yeah, uh, Halstead GCRL campus. And it'll be in Kaler Auditorium, which is in the library. Is there Wait. is there a Facebook link somewhere for that? An event maybe? or uh, Yeah, it- yeah, yeah. I think it's on the Gulf Coast Research Lab Facebook page. And they've got, they've created an event. And you can, you know, select if you're interested or going or whatever. Do y'all do, uh, is this a common thing? Do y'all do these monthly kind of get out there to the, uh, to the Not people? Not necessarily monthly. Yeah, but, just whenever um, you got some important yes, stuff going on. Yes. So this one in itself is annual. So we'll do this one yearly right. and try to get a group of folks together. But we've got like seminar speakers that come usually every week, uh, depending on the season and things like that. So is the annual fisheries forum, uh-huh. is that it? That's okay, it. I'm going to drop a link. To My it. first uh, recollection of the USM Research Lab was we went over on a field trip. And I uh-huh. guess y'all still do that too, right? Y'all yeah. still do field trips over there? Yeah, yeah. So we collaborate quite often uh, with the Marine Education Center. Mm-hmm. And a lot of their programs will go out and help 
catch sharks or g- come give a talk about, you know, angler camp or whatever. Right. Um, but also, I mean, just if folks in the area have kids that are interested in, in the research we do or potentially making a career out of this one day, I mean, if you call, you know, I'm, I'll get y'all to drop my contact info. Yeah, we'll uh, put it somewhere. in the comments and stuff like and, that. And we'd be glad to show them around and tell them about what we do. Um, we're always happy to have, especially like undergrad students, come out and volunteer on the boat. We'll put you to work. You know, <laughs> yeah. we can always use an extra set of hands. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, just. Well, I guess it counts as hours or whatever you call oh, it yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure. If they need to like volunteer, volunteer hours or whatever. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. That's killer. Cool. Yeah, I dropped a link to that event in the okay. comments on Facebook and YouTube. So if anybody wants to go check it out, it looks like it said it was October 17th. That's right. Uh, so co- go hang out free of the public, open to the public. Sounds yeah. really cool. When yeah. when when does the uh, when is the whale shark watching stop? I mean, do, y- do y'all do y'all do it now? Do y'all quit now and wait till it warms up again, or what? So it's continuous. So we've got a sighting survey that we run. Right. Um, and that's on the USM CFRD page. And that's also on our Facebook uh, page, which is USM Whale Shark Research. Is that where you can follow them? The ping? Uh-huh. Is it, uh-huh. It's all live and all yes. that stuff? Yeah. Yes. And so, well, I say live with the grain well, of salt. Like right, right, we, right. we are trying to work on getting... Uh, transition this into an app where mm-hmm. people can kind of one click of an app, not only fill out a sighting report, but also check in on sharks that they potentially like helped us out finding initially. Yeah. Um, and all these people who found them first got to name them. And so they've all got names. And so, you know, sometimes someone you, might want to check th- in. Do you think that's at some point, Maybe it turns into a pestering. Oh, there's a whale shark here. Let's go find it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah, well, for sure. Well, you usually got to go pretty far, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah Right? Yeah. It ain't like they're, like, by Horn Island and you can just... That's right. right, right that's right. right. there in your skiff. I mean, you're going to have to go. But that's cool, though, that's that's right. to get to name them. Yeah, the sharks. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, we'll keep that going. Um, and this project is funded until the end of next year. Hopefully, with the data collected, we can get some additional funding if it all goes well. Um, so, stay tuned. But as far that as getting sweet. tags out, you know, it depends on where they're at. Yeah. Um, we we try to make ourselves <laughs> there wherever we think they're going to be, but we haven't really thought correctly this year. <laughs> yeah. You know, hey, we were it's we a were, wild animal. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. we were yeah. sitting in our little rolling chair at work, and we're getting you know calls like y'all need hey, to get here. your butts over yeah. to Dustin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Has there ever been one reprofiled or reseen before in the same area? Has there ever been evidence of that? Uh, potential, but not that we're sold on. Not enough. Got to, because, you know, whales, they do they do the tail and all that stuff. Right. They have marks. I'm guessing that's that right. y'all do the same thing with whale sharks. So we do a spot pattern match, mm. and it's basically we prefer the left side because that's what we have the most photos of in the ID ba- fo- uh, photo database. Excuse me. So behind the fifth gill slit and above that pectoral fin, it's kind of like a star map, mm-hmm. right, or a constellation. And so, of course, we use a star mapping algorithm to try to map out these dots and so we know exactly which animal it is yeah so but sometimes it'll give us suggestions and of course we all need to weigh in and process of elimination like Mm -hmm. i don't think this is you know (laughs) we need to we need to train the the ai program a little bit better let's go give them a tattoo that's right that's right it won't be too much longer and that ai will be telling you all kind of stuff yeah Yeah. 
Yeah. The shark is here. They'll yeah. be yeah. reporting. That's Bill. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's Bill. Right. Bill. So we've never tagged him before. It's Bill. It's trust Bill. Me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, damn, man, where'd he go? Yeah. I dropped the Facebook uh, link for the Whale Shark uh, page as well. That's pretty okay. cool. The USM Whale Shark page. Yeah, spit well. us Perfect. out your um, Facebooks and all that stuff, your contacts. The best way okay. to go to to stay in the loop and all yeah. this. So on the Facebook page uh, is my email address. So on the USM Whale Shark research page, rachel.longmire mm-hmm. at usm.edu. Rachel is my government name. I go by Nikki. Mm. You can call me either. I'll eventually answer to Rachel. It just takes you a minute. <laughs> just don't right, send any registered right. mail that that's way. That's right. That's right. I'm like, oh, yeah, that is me. <laughs> Some really cool photos on here. I'm kind yeah, of that's killer. Yeah, so that's check awesome. it out. It's in the, it's in the it's links. A, they're always around gigantic cobia. That's yeah. why I love them. They yeah. always have 50-pound cobia around them. Is that, that's just to keep them clean or so, they travel well, in Probably packs. safety, yeah, I would think, for the cobia. Well, and a lot of it is just sheer laziness. So the drag mm. that the shark creates makes it real effortless for Cobia to, to just swim. cruise on. And I'm sure they add a little bit of protection and things like that, but they'll also eat like parasites and right. stuff. Same with the remoras. The remoras always. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so it's a little bit of, you know, mutualism going on there, but I think a lot of it is them They're just, just kind of yeah. kicking back. That's yeah. a cool that's yeah. a cool Facebook page. I was scrolling through it just then. So if you've never seen it, I'd, I'd suggest go check it out. You've got links to where they're spotted and kind of right. maps of, you know, where they go and where y'all have seen them. So if you want to yeah. stay in the know on the whale sharks, go check it out. Absolutely. It's yeah. awesome. Well, we and appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, and if y'all awesome. ever need a, a filming crew, let us know. That's right. We'll, that's right. We'll jump on the boat, no what's doubt. A tri- what's a trip length as far as amount of time when y'all go? How long are y'all out there for? So, depending on what type of trip we go on. So, our unsuccessful trip we went on, which hopefully next year will be successful, um, was six days. Okay. And so, we motored out to Ewing Bank, loaded out there. From here? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, on the Jim Franks or what, did y'all, what, boat, what boat did y'all take? So, we took the Southern Journey from Noah. So, okay. technically out of Pascagoula. Right. That's where we left. Um, and then the other trips were day trips. We drove over at 2.30 in the morning and drove back around 8 p.m. Ooh, so y'all um, Over to yeah. Dustin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. 16 to 18 All in the name yeah. of science. Yeah, That's right. all in the name of science. That's right. That's Love right. It. Love it. Well, we appreciate you stopping by yeah, today. Yeah, thank a, you. What a cool, cool topic. Yeah. What a cool awesome. job. Awesome. And, uh, awesome. Wish you the best on your new on your New, new adventure. adventure, yeah. Thank yeah. You Going so back much. home by the fam and yeah. keep those, those pesky fish out of the... Yeah, out of get the those carbs out of here, especially That's out right. of golf. Yeah, That's right. That's destroy right. Destroy them all. Yeah. Uh, well, we appreciate everybody watching on the live and the replay and the audio side of things. So if you haven't downloaded the app, go do that. Stay up to date with all the stuff we're doing. We've got a lot of cool stuff coming up. DMR's coming in uh, next month, I know. What do we got coming up, Joey, in the near? Uh, we got the Pascal Men's Club coming in next week. For the barbecue we cook-off. Got... Who else is in here? Undertaker Corks. Yeah, that would so, be, yeah, be cool, too. Be yeah, so, y'all stay tuned. We'll yep. keep doing them. Later. Later. Thanks so much for checking out the show. We really appreciate the support. If you haven't downloaded the Brownwater Banter app yet, go do it. It's free in the App Store and on Google Play. We have everything covered for a day out on the water. We've got the tides, the radar, tails and scales app. We've got a radio station right inside of it, and it's all free. All of our content is in there. You can listen to the show directly inside of the app. Make sure you keep your notifications turned on so you can stay in touch with us as we go live with guests in the future and plan events. We want to thank our app sponsor, Taylor & Cox Law Firm. If you need any legal representation, man, like we said before, give them a call at 228-696-0111. If y'all keep tuning in, we'll keep doing them. We'll see you on the next one. Brown water bay.